Hey, you guys see that naked unicorn over there? Ow, I'm so naked. Tank fly, boss walk, jam, nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the big bad city, and this is Jam Hot. Welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast, hosted by Jason Sorotin. All right, welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. Jason Sorotin here, and today I am going and interviewing staff members, and my staff member that I have with me now now is Kelsey Miriam. Hello. Now, did I say Miriam correctly? It's it's close enough. At this point, I don't correct people because it's Miriam. Miriam. But people people will say Miriam, so. Well, no, no, no. A name is somebody, <laughs> the most important thing. So Kelsey Miriam. Mm-hmm. How have you never ever corrected me for saying your name wrong because there's something so kelsey right i get called chelsea a lot and i will respond to pretty much any name i mean in i think in elementary and middle school we we would do carpooling and yeah. they would always say my name wrong and so i just got used to it so i respond to a bunch of different names <laughs> a different variety of names <laughs> that's amazing so what do you do at entertainment creative group what's your job i am an editor sometimes i do production assistant work depending on how busy we are but mostly editing gotcha and um you are a great editor, a Thank natural you. storyteller. So tell me about like how you got started in, in editing. What's your, what's your background? How did you end up with us? Um, well, I actually started off doing journalism, which I don't know what I was thinking. I, I think one class I had where the teacher actually flat out, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, journalism is dead. <laughs> and the whole class went silent. Fake news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I remember from that point on, I just really started second guessing uh, doing anything with journalism because I, I like writing and I like telling stories, but I knew I didn't want to go into a field that's kind of dying because I didn't, I know newspapers are kind of on their way out and so everything's online News now. Newspapers. Uh. <laughs> 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 ah, I see. I see. So um, I, I also was very turned off by the whole um, how invasive news is and that I really didn't like that side of it where, you know, someone just has some horrible tragedy happen to them and you have to get all up in their face and ask them, like, how do you feel? How do you think they feel? Their family member just died. Obviously, they're upset. And I didn't like that whole invasive part of it. And so I... I worked in news, too. Yeah, I I couldn't do it. I could not do it. And um, so I started off at the... um, It was called Viking Fusion at uh, my college. It was the news and entertainment. What college? uh, Barry College. And um, it was kind of we did a bunch of news but also short films and stuff and so I started off doing just news stuff for them where I go around the campus and interview people about stuff it was mostly sports because there's not a whole lot going on in Barry. we just have a lot of deer and <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about the the um the arts at all deer they, don't <laughs> sorry that was, a, that was a weird that was a weird segue uh they don't care the uh College administration does not care about the communication department, and they made that very clear. So, At Barry? Oh, yeah. Then oh. why would they have a television channel? Because uh, they want everyone to have outlets for the stuff that they enjoy doing, but they don't actually care about that until we win them stuff. Because we've uh, – Viking Fusion won while I was there – not, I'm not at all trying to say like while I was there, but um, you were the cause. I am right? the root cause of it. Um, we won a bunch of national awards, like Emmys and stuff. Even oh, so, nice. um, you won an Emmy. Uh, we won. It's it's the Southeast Emmys, so it is under the Emmys. Bullshit. But, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Not a real Emmy. <laughs> so it's like technically, if you really right. want to say it's an Emmy, but like, is, it looks like the Emmy statue. It is an Emmy statue, um, or is it just like a little bit smaller and shittier? It's, so the the actual because 
we were with the college branch of it. So the college students get these like glass little plaque looking things and the news people that are there, you know, from local news channels, they get the actual Emmys. So, um, so that was kind of disappointing because we really, really <laughs> right. think we'd actually have an Emmy so statue. You're, so you're at Barry and you're doing all these cool things. And at what point do you realize this is what I want to do for my career? Um, after I just got very tired of news, I was like, I want to kind of check out the whole entertainment side of this. And um, so I don't want the, to direct this in a direction that's going to be very, very depressing. But um, I thought back to even my childhood where I had a cousin that I was very, very close to and um, we would always make movies together and they were, they were terrible because we were, you know, like 10, 12 years old. Right. So they were awful. And um, he uh, committed suicide in 2011. Yeah. And that was, that was very, very hard. And um, So this is a cousin you were really close with? Yes. And we would make films together and we'd always kind of talked about doing stuff in the industry together. And... Um, so there was a little bit of that when I realized I didn't want to do news where I thought back about that. And I thought, you know, I really did enjoy doing that with him. And there is a part of me that doesn't want to let that, that go and doesn't want to let that part of him go because that is, that is how a lot of the times when I'm working in film, I do think about him and about um, how he kind of really got me started and interested in film in the first place. So after He didn't like write you a note. And was like carry on my legacy. Or, no, okay, no, this is like good. this is a decision. <laughs> okay, of so my you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so <laughs> this is internalized. There was yes. no like message oh, gosh, from no. him. That's good. No, 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 no. Um, so you didn't have that burden on your. Oh no, absolutely <laughs> not. It's just something that like is deep inside of you and it carries through your passion. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am. I'm very, very big on family, and so. Um, he was very important to me, and so I like to say that that is a large part of why. That's very cool. Yeah, of why I do really lean towards storytelling part, like aspects of film, and not so much news. Right. It's too. It's too depressing. It, and horrible. it is. It's it because yeah, it's horrible. It's enough to hear, you know, these news stories, but to actually be actively participating in them and reporting them live and finding out all the details first. Yes, it's it's nice to because you're. I mean, kind of ahead of everybody else but you are just very you're constantly surrounded more so than everyone else with all the the crap that's going on in the world so i was I, just like I, i'm not doing that i worked in news during right when columbine happened Ooh. and so i was on a columbine loop for weeks at a time and it was so painful and i got out right before september 11th so thankfully i wasn't in the news cycle during that time oh, but man. that was rough yeah so once you once you got in school and you you made that decision how did you get your what was your pathway to here um i was at the point where i had kind of i kind of ruined in an interview with turner and I was very sad. Oh, second choice? <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't have let off that way. That was a weird way to lead off. Um, well, Typical. I know. I, I was doing all this research of different um, companies that were in Atlanta, and I was starting to get very discouraged because I wasn't hearing back from really any of them. Right. And I was at the studio at my college, and one of my other friends was there, and he was like, hey, did you find this one? And he mentioned ECG, and I was like, they're not going to even respond. I mean, at this point, nobody's responding to me. I'm not getting interviews. This is just, I feel like this is a waste of time. And I, I mean, at that point I was getting scared because I had seen other friends, you know, that had film degrees, not have jobs. And I didn't even have a film degree. It was a visual communication degree. And so I was thinking like, this is, this is not going to go well, but I thought, okay, why I'll, I'll just give it a shot. So I emailed 
you know, the get the get the conversation started, and then um, sent it. And I think within 20 minutes, you replied back and were like, hey, I'd love to meet you and set up a time to, you know, show you around the office and everything. And so I told my friend, I was like, oh, my gosh, he already responded. And he was like, wait. So he emailed. And, um, was we, it Gino? It was Gino, yeah. <laughs> so we, I was going <laughs> to – yeah, we both interned together. So um, so that was really, I think, how I got started was it was – Let's let's rewind. I yeah. want to hear about this horrible interview that you had at Turner. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's oh, the best part. No. Please. Okay. What happened? So um, <laughs> it was – it actually was a video interview, which I had not done before. And um, oh, I, so awkward. It's incredibly awkward. So I was preparing myself of the potential things that they could ask me and like why I think I'm good for this job, what my background is, all that kind of stuff. And so they have a screen and it does a countdown to when they're going to start recording you. And um, so they let off with like, what did you have for breakfast this morning? And I, it just really caught me <laughs> off guard. And I was like, what? So I'm just on camera like, ah, because I just... Didn't. You're like, what? I'm a filmmaker? <laughs> exactly. Sausage? I was like, I'm not, uh, <laughs> so I didn't really... I mean, I, I got the question. I got the answer out. And I was recording this at the studio, which was a stupid idea because people will come in. Oh, God. So I had closed the door and... um like tried to barricade myself in there so I could do the interview and I knew I was blowing it because all of the questions I just looked terrified and I was trying and they let you do a second take but I I would look just as scared in the second take like um so I don't know <laughs> they were like all right take two on breakfast all right here we go this is really really important we want everybody who works at Turner to have sausage and bacon and ham yes. I had cereal <laughs> Only no no problems. I didn't have cereal I had a actually bagel. that was a test yes. we wanted to see if you were a Muslim <laughs> So, um, racist CNNers. <laughs> so, um, I think when I got towards the end and I was like, I don't think this is going well, but at least. Did you tell them that? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. No, I was. Uh, my, sorry, in, I don't think this is going well. In, can I just cut this out? <laughs> um, so, uh, by the end, uh, I, I was I was incredibly nervous, and I heard someone start jiggling the doorknob um, oh, to come God. into the. And so I was like looking around, like no. So I wasn't even looking at the camera anymore because I was looking, trying to figure out like what was going on. So in the middle of the interview, I just stop and look at the door. And so <laughs> that's on camera is me just like staring blankly at the door, like someone's trying it's to like come in. Like a deer. Someone's you were acting in. like the deer <laughs> in. <laughs> In Rome, Georgia, you, right? Yeah, you spend too much time around him. You start acting like him. So um, then that was like the last question. So I finished it. And um, then I opened the door and it was it was Gino. And I was like, okay, um, well, I, I can't really blame you for that because I kind of ruined this interview on my own. It was already done. It was already, it was already and, done. And look, you probably would have made $7 an hour working there. So it's probably for the best. And so so that goes back. So you were really worried. I think there's, there's a lot of that out there in the universe today because there are so many people getting into video and they want to be in entertainment and it's a growing business and everybody's doing video. So like, what is the key to you? If you could give advice to uh, people who are like you, who are scared and worried, what do you think the thing was that made us want to hire you? And then I'll tell you if it's right or wrong. Oh, um, I think you definitely have to show a willingness to learn and be part of a team. If you come into the industry very much like, I want to be a director, and you're, you're seeing too far into the future, it's not going to probably happen for you. You have to start small, and you have to be willing to take criticism. You have to be willing to 
grow alongside other people. You have to be willing to be the greenest person in the room. And I think a lot of people are not because they don't want to look stupid and they want to look more experienced than they actually are. And so they will come into a business and be overly confident, which confidence is good. You don't want to seem like you're afraid. You want to be, it's somewhere at the, the fine line of between crossing over between I, I'm confident that I know things, but there's definitely more I could learn. And then there's that where you cross over into being arrogant. Right. And so I think, I know for me, I am not particularly confident. I'm kind of <laughs> on the far <laughs> end of that spectrum. But I think I'd like to think that at least when I came in, I tried to show that I had a willingness to, you know, start largely from scratch and learn from people and take criticism and learn from my mistakes and be part of the team. Yeah, you're and excellent at taking criticism. You do you do take criticism really well, which is so critical mm -hmm. to get better at your job. And it's it's also hard what you I think people need to detach from the work because that's when you get good stuff because once you're in it for so long, it's hard to make the right decisions and you need other people. It is I think I look at video as such a team sport mm -hmm. where all the ideas and every department coming together is so critical. And I thought, I think you've always been really, really great at that. And just a natural storytelling ability, which is something else I'd like to chat about. Yeah. Like, so you're, um, right now you're working on a series we're doing for Petco mm -hmm. uh, called Unsung Heroes with Victoria Stilwell. And you take these cuts, the footage that's shot, and you turn them into beautiful masterpieces. Where do you start? When you have all of that footage, how, what is your approach? Take me through, you know, as quickly as possible, but what does one episode look like? How do you start? Usually with this particular show, I will, um, I'll start with the interviews and I will go through and find the best little sound bites that tell the story in the most concise way possible because these episodes are supposed to be, you know, three to five minutes. So I find the most concise things that will tell what I'm trying to tell, like have the emotion and all of that, and I'll that'll be the skeleton of the video. Then from there, I'll try to find B-roll that corresponds and other things um, that that supplement the story. And um, it is, it is, I've been given a very, very rough outline from the client telling me that this is how we kind of want it to start. We right. get an introduction to the city that, and then an introduction to the to the person, then you kind of tell their story and then you just finish it in a high note. And so, Mostly it is just trying to find the quickest way to tell an emotional story without bogging it down. With and boring people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the yeah. hardest thing, yeah. right? It's how to not bore people. And I think that's what young uh, video makers, they forget, like, don't make something that you wouldn't watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so many people put, like, garbage out that's, like, eight minutes long. It's like, do you sit and watch eight-minute videos? No, you don't. Stop making shit for, like, <laughs> nobody. Like, think yeah. about the audience. So, Kelsey, let's leave. I want to leave with two things. Yes. One, I want you to tell me the one piece of advice you would give to young people in the video business on how to get a job. And then, two, something interesting that I don't know about you. Um, so to young people trying to get a job, okay, please, I beg you, do not make the same mistake I did where you get overly ambitious right from the start and you're like, I'm going to work for Paramount Pictures. I mean, <laughs> maybe you'll end up there eventually, but it's, I think that was where I really screwed myself over at first was I was starting way too big. And the thing is, the film industry is very big and some people get very lucky and they start off, you know, doing 
close, well, not exactly what they want to do, but they start off, you know, hey, I work at Pinewood Studios. And right. that, that's awesome. But uh, most people, that's not how it begins. You do have to do some jobs that you might not want to do, and you have to be okay with that. And I think that that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned because that was where I wasted so much time trying to figure out what I wanted to do because I was thinking where I want to be eventually instead of where I need to start. So don't make that mistake because you will waste months of your life trying to figure that out. And then you'll start to, you know, doubt yourself and think, oh, I'm not good enough. You're not good enough yet. It doesn't mean you will never get there, but you can't start. You can't start where you want to end up. Hallelujah. (laughs) That's my Tyler Perry impersonation. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Now, one thing I don't know about you. I feel like I've. Heard some weird things from you, so oh, this will have absolutely. to be pretty shocking. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, are we wanting shocking or just, like, just fun fact? Uh, yeah, give me a fun fact. I mean, I always like shocking, but... Oh, yeah. I'm to... <laughs> I am the only virgin in the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is shocking. <laughs> and amazing. Um, I'll think of a better one than that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is something that, like, would be funny? Give me a funny one. Funny one? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. See, I can think of stuff, but it's like, people are not going to hear this in the podcast. <laughs> Kelsey's, got some, Kelsey's got a closet that goes really, yeah, really no, deep, filled with secrets. <laughs> this is, these are stories that I will, I will tell, like, my family, but if right. my grandma's in the room... Not going to no. tell this story. Right. So you probably wouldn't want to do it on a podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid because just in case, because I do have grandparents <laughs> that are on Facebook. Oh, and gotcha. so if this ends up anywhere, oh, it I don't want will. It will, yeah. So don't say grandparent stuff. Right, So let's make it grandparent safe. I think they'll be pretty safe. happy about the yeah. virgin part. I think that one's <laughs> yeah, really good. Everyone knows that just because of <laughs> it's me. So <laughs> right. I don't think I even have to say that. I think people just know. Let's see. Let's see. See, all I can think of is the really boring, like, I like to draw and I like to <laughs> sing and it's like that's all I'm thinking. Are of. you a good singer? Ooh, I'm always hesitant to answer that because if I'm like, yes, then it's like, oh right, because singing cause, is like yes. it can go so wrong so quick and it's so subjective. So if you say yes, I'm a good singer, and then you start singing and everyone's like, oh, that's not okay. Good at all. Let's. I got a new one. Yes. Yeah. What is your dream? What is my dream? Oh wow. The thing you think about, like when you're daydreaming about what your future looks like. Oh, man. Um, I, I really have in, in recent years really fallen in love just with editing and even and being on set, I've, which I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would enjoy being on set as much as I have. Um, but I've had a few experiences while I've been here where uh, we did some stuff on film sets um, when we did some of the stuff, uh, the VR thing. Yeah. And um, I tried to hide it from everybody, but when we left the set, I started tearing up because I I just loved it so much. I Go away! <laughs> Somebody's knocking on the door, <laughs> ruining like... ruining this dream moment. <laughs> My dreams! <laughs> um, so I, I think that was kind of surprising to me, is that really my dream is not as specific as I thought it was. Right. It, really my dream is just to keep doing what I love, which is just so many different aspects of film, which I really thought that I would be like, this is what I want to do, exactly this. But I found that there actually are a lot of things. I really like editing. I actually enjoy doing PA work, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're like the, you're doing the grunt work and no one respects you. I still like it. 
I've actually, I mean, I've enjoyed doing some extra work. I mean, yeah, you're the lowest of the low if you're doing that. But um, <laughs> For sure. That's the worst <laughs> job ever. It's, I found, yeah, I found something that uh, I was an extra in and it, the episode finally aired and I found myself behind the lead actress, like way in the background, but I'm like blurred out and I was like, it's me. <laughs> it's, <not laughs> it's me, but I'm really blurry. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm like, that's my arm. <laughs> I know that, I know that arm anywhere. Weren't you, a, were you were in Dawson's Creek? Oh yeah, I was an yeah, extra on Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek a ton. I'm like, that's my arm. You see that arm? All right, Kelsey. Well, thank you so much for sharing yeah. so much with of us course. and uh, sharing your wisdom with um, the younger generation. It's really yeah. awesome. Um, stay tuned for more awesome Naked Unicorn podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Later. Ow, I'm so naked. <laughs>